Here's everything you need to know for this Aloha Friday. It's KHON to go. Into the forecast center. It's going to be a nice day today. Partly to mostly sunny skies continue for the leeward sides with actually a slightly higher precipitation potential coming through once again for today. So, our Zephyr Cam, you can see, showing a gorgeous start to the day. Yesterday, we also had a slightly higher chance of rain than what we saw Wednesday, and then we're just gradually increasing today into tomorrow. Today, leeward sections looking at close to about a 30% chance of rain by the afternoon hours. And the reason is we have a upper level uh, upper level low that's nearing the state that's creating some instability, which will mainly be focused over the eastern end of the state. So this morning, we've already even just seen mostly the rainfall, the added rainfall continuing to be coming through from Maui and Hawaii Island, although statewide we're expecting this uptick in showers. Uptick in winds continue as well. That high pressure system dominating the forecast continues to deliver us winds to 30 miles an hour with the eastern end of the state seeing gusts to 45. So it's still blustery and strong enough to have a wind advisory in place. You can see the rainfall again, a few spotty showers coming through for Kauai and Oahu, but it's been most widespread and consistent and now even a little bit heavy over on Maui and then widespread for windward Hawaii Island. Now, Big Island, you actually have the best chance that you can see thunderstorms that'll start to enter the forecast later today with a slight chance by later this afternoon even East Maui but the better chance for you guys to see thunderstorms it's looking like Saturday so that moisture will drop over us and it does look like we're going to be seeing the rain enhanced through Sunday Sunday though is when we should also start to see our winds back off a bit we'll see them weaken even more so in the overnight hours and into tomorrow but still quite gusty and then back to a bit more normal of levels Monday and the U.S. House is expected to pass a nearly $2 trillion COVID relief package today. Among other things, it includes money for vaccination efforts and unemployment relief, plus another round of stimulus checks. However, a hike to the minimum wage will likely have to be stripped out after the Senate ruled late last night that it does not comply with rules for reconciliation. Now, that's the process that will allow the bill to pass the Senate with a simple majority. Democrats hope to do that by March 14th. Back here at home, state lawmakers will get an update today from the Department of Health on the state's vaccination plan. Officials say they're pleased with the rollout so far and believe we could be ready to move into phase 1C of the process by early April. People 65 and older would be first, followed by younger people who suffer from severe illness, chronic disease, or on dialysis. Lieutenant Governor Josh Green says that the state will not wait for those who are hesitant to get vaccinated so that the process can keep moving on into new groups. The state plans to start vaccinating people 70 to 74 years old on March 15th. The health department says there are new clusters involving the cleaning service industry, including two clusters involving 23 people who got sick. This includes workers and their household members, but no clients. Health officials say carpooling and emergency employees working while they or their family members are sick are the reasons behind the spread. We're watching for developments when it comes to organized team sports. You see, Mayor Rick Mangiardi is pushing for it and has a proposal headed to the governor. The big question now, can it be done safely? Dallas Ontiveros joins us live from Kahala with all the details. Morning, Dallas.
Good morning, Ross. That's right. This possibility is still up in the air, whether it will be modified under Tier 3 or stay over in Tier 4. And still hanging out with us on Wake Up t Today, we have Roger Tequina, who is the Executive Director for I-9 Sports. Good morning. Aloha, Roger. Hey, Dallas. Good morning. Aloha to you, too. Thanks for still joining us out here. We really appreciate your time and your perspective. Absolutely. And Absolutely. going off what I was just mentioning right here, this proposal that we're talking about, mm -hmm. that's eventually going to land on Governor Ige's desk. But if he is watching right now or any anyone close to him, what is it that you want Governor Ige to really consider before making the decision? Well, I really appreciate Mayor Blanjardi's, you know, uh, perspective. And, and, and as he puts this proposal in front of Governor Ige, my, my request to Governor Ige would be to allow the kids to participate and organize youth sports to Tier 3. Mm -hmm. You know, the science does back it up that, that it's not a high place of transmission. You know, th there's a lot of uh, places of business that are open now, big box stores, other department stores that have thousands of people walking through them all the time, and they're in an enclosed space. Um, to not understand why kids can't be outside playing, it's, it's a little bit difficult. Mm -hmm. You know, the physical, the social, the emotional well-being of kids is so important. Mm -hmm. So I think we could do it right, you know, myself including uh, the rest of the sports community could, could really do it right and do it safely so that we could reopen for kids. Yeah, when it comes to this tier system, I get what you're saying. There's a lot of inconsistencies on what is allowed and what is not allowed. But you all have actually safety measures in place since last mm -hmm. year. It's this new guide that you all developed. Do you see those measures expanding if you are all allowed to? have organized team sports in the future? Oh yeah, ab absolutely. Like, like we, did re we did develop an I-9 Sports Return to Play Safely guide last year when this pandemic first hit. And I could see those, those different things that we've implemented be a part of it, as well as maybe a think tank of other youth sports leaders to come up with a, a safe way to do it. Mm -hmm. So we had uh, the opportunity for only one parent to come, sanitizing equipment, uh, washing hands. Uh, obviously, if kids are sick, stay home, no snacks, no, nothing like that after events and, and moving kids uh, even in a one-way direction, you know, in and out of the facilities, uh, very important. Uh, we've also encouraged them recently to really use the Aloha app to kind of trace themselves, you know, in the community. So there's nice. a lot of ways to do it. Yeah, there's already something in the in place right now. So mm -hmm. we appreciate your time, Roger. You're still going to be hanging out with us for Take Two, offering some more perspective. My pleasure, my pleasure. And also, what the experience has been like for you all. Awesome, Thank you thanks. so much. And if we do hear any updates or developments when it comes to this topic or anything related to Tier 3, we'll keep you posted in our future newscasts and also online at KHON2.com where you can read some more information there. Reporting from Kahala, Dallas Navarro's KHON2 News, working for Hawaii. Thank you very much, Dallas. A 23-year-old man arrested following Tuesday's fatal stabbing in Hawaii Kai has now been charged with second-degree murder. Jake Edwards remains in custody on $1 million bail. The medical examiner's office identified the victim as 23-year-old Parker Trantham. They say he died from a stab wound to the chest. Hawaii's workers could be getting a big boost in their paychecks. A bill to increase the minimum wage is now moving through the state Senate. It's short and to the point. It would raise the state's minimum wage to $12 an hour starting in July of 2022. So far, the bill has passed two Senate committees and will be going to the Senate floor for a vote. People who have reservations because it's not enough. And there's, of course, people who oppose it or, are, or have reservations because it's too much or it's too early or it's you know not timely and so we're gonna have those we get it from both sides <laughs> uh, and so um, but I think I think um, I'm pretty confident it'll pass
Many in support of the wage increase called for an amendment to raise the hourly minimum to $17 by 2026. We'll follow up and definitely let you know what happens. And that was your morning news. Make sure to tune in right back here Monday morning at 7 a.m. It's everything you need to know with KJON to go.